You know, uh, you know what I really love? What? Literature. I love classic literature. Like, um, like Tarzan? Like, what do you, what's classic to you? Well, uh, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> exactly, Tarzan and, um, you know, the classics. Wink, wink. Wink, wink? Yeah, and guess what? You Do you like the classics? I mean, I've dabbled. Oh, okay. You mean you've read two chapters of a classic novel and then put it down? No, I mean, I, I don't know. The only, the only novel like I've, I've ever, well, that's not true. There's been a very small amount of books that I've picked up and just have not read. I would, I very, uh, firmly remember the first one was, um, Robinson Crusoe. Oh, I got okay. two chapters into that and I thought, fuck this book. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I re- I'm not a big classic literature fan. I tried to read two classics at the beginning of the year. But anyway, uh, do you know who is a fan of classic literature? Go on. The two characters in the show. The movie? The movie. <laughs> this is how tuned in my brain is right now. Okay. The two characters in The Boy Next Door. Which we watched because this is... A Couple's Guide to Romance. Cinema. God, this was a terrible movie. I really am dreading this conversation. I I have I have fonder memories than I think it deserves. <laughs> How do you I don't even I have uh, I have blocked this out. I mean I really have a memory of it. I mean it definitely didn't have the best script. Uh! Um and uh, But I mean I'm trying to think like was it terrible? And it wasn't, I don't think it was terrible. It was, um. It wasn't it, unwatchable. No. It wasn't without its pleasures. It was it campy, but it should have been, it like, I think it was campy, but it needed to embrace the camp even more. I don't, you know, I don't. <sighs> Not intentionally campy. Well, cause... that's, that's the thing. I, I have a hard time, uh, with, with saying something isn't campy enough. I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely movies that set out, like, we're going to make something campy, but, like, I don't know, that has to be the aim. Like, it almost has to go into, like, self-parody for mm-hmm. for that to work. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, I mean, for better or worse, this was a movie that everyone involved with was invested in. Everyone wanted to make a a good movie and and like so i think you know it's kind of i don't i, I it's tough because like i enjoy campy movies mm-hmm. and, and even like when you set out to like when folks Dra- do set uh, out blackula for example well i mean that's campy now that was campy then yeah but like you know even still like they didn't set out to make a campy the camp no. just kind of happened. They set out to make an erotic thriller, which is why we watched it. Yeah, no, it's very much um, a gender-swapped fatal attraction. That's true. That's true. Um, and it's just so much worse. And, well, so, so interesting thing. So this, the script uh, went through a couple iterations, and it originally wasn't going to be an erotic thriller. Oh, yeah? It was, I think it was more, I mean, just from what I've, I've looked up, it, it was more of like a thriller around bullying. 
Because <laughs> it was going to be about the the, kid? the the mother protecting her son from oh. the bully next door, this problem kid. Oh. Well, yeah. what happened? Um, that that didn't go. Like, they like cast I said, the it went, kid, and he was like super hot and sexy, and they're I like, mean, you it, can't be a bully. It went through a number of drafts. Like, originally, uh, our boy next door was not going to be a very legal 19-year-old. He was 20. He he was, I mean, he's... I mean, he was well, in his 30s. He's well into it, yes. But he was supposed to be 20. Well, 19, 20, whatever. Okay. He's still legal. <laughs> Regardless of what state in the union you're in. I know some of them are... In, Yes, a he was definitely others, but... legal. He was a, uh, a legal-aged heartthrob uh, who could fix things. Yeah, so it, it would have been it would have been a very different movie. It would have been a little... I don't know. It, depending on how they handled it, if he was underaged... That would have been a terrible movie. Well, I'm just saying, like, if it wasn't... If we weren't supposed to be rooting necessarily, like, if we were... To acknowledge that it's Jennifer like Lopez was a terrible person Mary who Kay statutorily raped a young boy who was also insane. The Reckoning. Like, right. that's what that movie would be. Yeah, and it could have been an award contender. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Um, no, no, he was totally of age, and the um, it was obvious that the setup was... So what is know? the setup? Let's let's get... What's, what is the where setup? Do we, where do we open? Uh, we open on... Two homes next door to each other. Okay, that's true. That's it. <laughs> no, but so the scene is uh, Jennifer Lopez is separated from her husband after he had an affair. My big fat Greek wedding guy. And uh, or the guy from uh, the, 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 the Sex in the City. So they're but they're not like divorced, separated. They're just like not. She bought a new house, I guess. And, they're um, separated. Yeah, but they're not. He cheated on her with with his secretary. Right, but he's but they're not divorced. No, they're not divorced. He he's he's committed to making it work. He um, realized the error of his ways. So he's got an uphill battle. Meanwhile, they move into a new house with she and her son. Yes. Is it, with the son's name Noah? No, no. I think Noah's the other the the boy next door's name. Uh, it's Kevin. Kevin is, Kevin is the son's name. Uh, Noah Kevin. is the boy. <laughs> Noah is the boy next door and Kevin is the son. Uh, yeah. So the first knock against him, I mean, Noah should have been like, I don't know. Ooh, you mean his Don't name? date Noah's. Well, I wouldn't just prejudice the entire category of men based on their name. He didn't have a downright creepy name. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I guess it was it was interesting that he was such a um, he was going like he they set it out so that you know her next door neighbor is like Stan Lee, basically like a really old man who's who's yeah super old some surgery and um, his. Nephew, nephew whose parents just recently died, died is living with them and helping out yes. and he knows how to fix things good all the things uh yeah like, but for also some reason he's a 19 20 year old who's still in high school 
Yes, he had to, he had to take a year off. <laughs> I think at that point you just get your GED. Yeah, exactly. I don't know that they let twenty year olds continue to take classes. No, you you do your GED. This, this is a little bit of the fiction of the film. But he is, um, yeah, he's he is a hottie. He uh, and he, he's he's being a good influence on her. He's on a her, great uh, influence on her son, and that kid worked out. <laughs> You got abs for days. You can definitely tell the difference between her son, who's supposed to be like 16, and this man who's 32. Right. Uh, but anyway, they meet each other because her garage door gets stuck, and he is conveniently there, and like then immediately goes with her son to a hardware store to get like a crankshaft. I don't know what it, I'm making that up. Tools. A, a tool. Shit. He's getting shit. He's getting electrical, store. mechanical shit. To fix the garage door. And helping her son talk to girls. Yes. He's got a new positive male role model. Yeah. And things are looking good. And he's honking. He's hanging around. And you know, one thing leads to another. And then they're like sneaking peeks out of their bedroom windows at each other's... Genitals. Naked bodies. <laughs> uh, and then one night... She gives in to passion. You're just like jumping the gun here. Yeah, because no, this is the trailer. Oh. Like, this is the full, like, the trailer, two and a half minutes. This is the entire, like, first minute and a half just getting to the point where they bone. And then she's like, oh, shit, we probably shouldn't have boned. And, you know, then, you know, hey, I guess he's insane, too. So, you know, bummer. Well, unlike <laughs> Fatal Attraction, they only boned once. And as opposed for a whole weekend. As opposed to a whole weekend. But that was all it took because he was prepared for that. So here's the thing. Like, the the trailer, the, the tagline for the movie, it's all about, like, she made a mistake. And, like, other than, like, I guess not knowing that the person you slept with is insane, like, what was the mistake? I mean, I guess sleeping with a 20-year-old who still attends high school is... Sure, that's, that's it. probably yeah. it. But, like, she wasn't his teacher at that point. No, no. Uh, I think it yeah, I think it was just the age difference. was like, oh, she made a mistake, and she still maybe was thinking about getting back with her husband. and But she really didn't. I mean, honestly, this was a cons- con- basically consensual. So you can't be like, oh, she... She, she made love with a like a sixteen, like literally, like that creepy. But that's the thing. So like, there's no. I mean, until like he starts going crazy and like dismantles the brakes on her husband's car. God, you're jumping the gun so hard. Yeah, but like you know, just it. Like with Fatal Attraction, you know the he had he had sinned right. Like it was. His fault. All of this, and they were started. still married. They were not right. separated. He cheated. He did something wrong, and so this comeuppance must happen. But in this case, what did she do wrong? She didn't really she do, didn't anything, do anything, wrong. anything to deserve this. No, she did no. not. No, I mean, really. I mean, outside of like just this kind of sense where, like, if we didn't have this line of dialogue, very much specifying that he is of legal age. Not allowing us to assume that, oh, this high school student is a minor. Um, I mean, it's fair game. And I mean, the repercussions were so much worse than in Fatal Attraction, which we will get to um, as Noah gets 
more and more crazy obscene and uh, is obviously a psychopath. So mm. you could say about Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction is that she probably had mental illness. This guy was a fucking psychopath. Yeah, no, that's the problem too. Is like Glenn, like that. This guy, say what you want about him, but he's no Glenn Close. No, 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 no. The the first third of the film, I don't know what half of the movie. I, I I don't know how long it took. It took. It seemed to take forever for them to just finally like bone down. Um, he's he's charming enough. He's charismatic. I mean, you know, he's. He seems perfectly fine for that role. The problem is when he's supposed to be psychotic or a psychopath, he doesn't have no. the right intensity. Like it, it, it really could have called for like a um, uh, Marlon, a young Marlon Brando, which this guy cannot do. Yeah, he kind of, if he was aiming for that, he miss. He shoots very wide and hits far closer to Nicolas Cage, but without that, like kind of mumbly intensity yeah. that up and down peaks and valleys but he he really like he hits that like uh over kind of over the top I'm crazy and you know that cuz I shake my head kind of Nick Cage school of acting yeah and, no the 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 acting was so forced and terrible uh and you're right they needed somebody I mean, that's who was like, like when he goes psychotic a smoldering psychopath like, like when he goes psychotic you can kind of tell like I'm acting not to say that he's bad at it. He's just not right for that role. Like, he's not really tapping into anything. No. Yeah. No. Uh, just tapping into J-Lo. What? Which apparently was very awkward for everyone involved. Oh, my God. Nobody was comfortable on that set that day. No. Terrible. And the sex scene drug on forever. Like... It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be sexy. It was supposed to be hot. It was not sexy and hot. It was... Yeah, it was okay. I'd rather watch Michael Douglas have sex, and that's saying a lot. So it wasn't... That was more intimate, those sex scenes. Which one? In, in like, Fatal Attraction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. This was all kind of glossy and, like... But, uh, I mean, it's still... Paperback cover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess it's kind of like a romance novel style Yeah, I mean, sex. you know, so this is... It's it's definitely a B movie. Like, um... And, and it, it's, it's actually kind of interesting, looking back on it, um, you know, seeing its uh, pedigree. Because it was made, produced by uh, this company, Bloomhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they kind of got their start. Uh, so their, their general, like, uh, business model is we're making movies on low budgets and we let the directors and create, creatives do what they want, but it's a hard budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, their bread and butter is usually horror movies. Like, they... they got real lucky early on producing the Paranormal Activity, which was made for nothing and made a lot, a lot of, of money. money. Mm-hmm. And so that launched a whole franchise and um, a bunch of other movies. Um, fairly innovative horror movies. Not necessarily like the best horror movies, uh, but they're also uh, responsible for producing... You know, they, they gave the go-ahead money for movies like Whiplash and Get Out, and they were apparently produce, producing Black Klansman too. So, like, it's a model that they've been, like, snowballing and working. Um, and, and this movie, 
definitely fits within that same wheelhouse because it's got it centers around uh latino leads mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is something that you wouldn't see yeah, yeah it doesn't get made too often no. and you know the for the uh company they didn't you know they they just took a bet and said hey if we cast latino leads you know Although they People gave, will still come see it. And I was going to say they gave Jennifer Lopez and the guy the most white of white names. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I feel like there was a little bit of whitewashing there. But anyway, keep going. But it was also like we, you know, a movie with Latino leads where we don't have to necessarily we don't have to have it in Spanish, mm-hmm. which is another thing too. I mean, uh, you know the. Majority, and it's also a movie for women. And the majority of people who paid to see this movie were women and Latinos. And you know, this movie had a budget of about five million dollars. That is cheap. And it made fifty. I mean, which is a successful movie. Yeah, it has won eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but it made forty-five oh, yeah, no, million dollars. No positive reviews. <laughs> And and again, like a lot of the reviews are that same thing. Like I wish it was campier. Yeah. But the people who were making it wanted to make a serious movie. They like they didn't want they didn't want it to be funny. They didn't want it to be dismissive or dismissed. They wanted to make an erotic thriller, and for better and worse, that's what we have. With a terrible script. Yeah, the script's not great. Yeah, um, I mean, they. I think that they could have done it for that much money. Like, you didn't look upon this film and think oh, this was a cheap film, but there were, the, like, editing and the directorial choices were really bad. Like, the first part where it's all her jogging, <clears throat> and then there's sort of this, like... Well, that was the whole, that's how we get, that's how we get all of the backstory, just, like, right off the bat. Oh, like, yeah. What's here's going on she, here? She's she jogging. Just, she's just jogging and thinking it through. Uh, and it's efficient. I mean, I'm not saying it's efficient, great, but you know, I that's... mean, and, and for the most part, the like the majority of the film takes place in two settings: either the house that she lives in, the school, or the school. So that's well, different pretty rooms cheap. in the school. I mean, okay, there's, it's, yeah, sure, there's different shots in the school, but still. Uh, Where what's she her name? Uh, Chenoweth. Kristen Chenoweth. Kristen Chenoweth's office. Yeah. Uh, then she gets her house, right? Cause, oh, Kristen Chenoweth's house. Yeah. And then there's a barn at yeah. the end. But I mean, still, like, we're not talking about, like, expensive lo- locales for well, filming. I mean, yeah, it's not those expensive locales, but it's also, like, you know, you do have to hire a crew and you've got to hire, mm-hmm. you know, get insurance. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know was... what, if this was shot on digital or, or film, I'm assuming probably digital, but you still have to, like, rent the equipment you got to get craft services, um, you know. It, it, you can't just have a hot dog stand? Oh, God, no. Especially especially a movie, apparently, which was a grueling shoot of, like, 25 days. Like, apparently, like, a very tight, like, crew. Like, people, like, the schedule was hard. The work was I long. I feel like, 20, but, like 25, 25 days, days is longer than the room. <laughs> Probably? Like, a longer shot than the room. Yeah, I mean, that's efficient. That is you efficiency. You need good craft services because that's <laughs> that's going to keep the crew going. I yeah. mean, you show up with just like dirty water hot dogs. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are we even doing here, man? I can't even like, I have botulism <laughs> and I'm barely getting paid for this. 
And J-Lo actually wore her and own that's clothes. Gonna, that's going to show on the film. <laughs> Everyone has total terrible acne. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're all puffy face. J-Lo had to wear her own clothes. She actually wore her own clothes to save money in this film. Another little fun tidbit. Well, I mean, she was one of the producers. I mean, that's just kind of one of the ways, like, you... That's how she got her producer credit, right? Well, no, she she was a creative force behind, like, getting this going. Well, that's good. I yeah. mean, it does... It is a movie, let's just say, the She was one of the end. reasons why she had the, the the boy next door was also cast as Latino. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I did not do a lot of research on this film because I hated it so hard. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I did like that... Um, this film centered around a woman that's different Mm -hmm. and you know i think j-lo did okay with what she had which was a not no no she was she was fine yeah she was good and i mean this was one of her most successful films and wow yeah and and like that's saying a lot a lot like a lot of the positive feedback that critics gave it were were around was around her performance saying Comparing it to other performances you get. And again, I'm not very well versed in the au revoir of Jennifer Lopez. The to Cell? Compare, the Cell? Which I love The Cell. I was going to say, I was gonna, like, here's the ones that come to mind. The Cell, Made in Manhattan, which was terrible. Yeah, that's one of them. The Wedding Planner. The which Wedding I'll, Planner. None of those I've seen. Uh, gosh, she was in a Geely. lot of things. Geely. I've not seen Geely. I've not seen Geely. But yes, that one is probably even more panned if it's possible. Oh yeah, no, that one's that one's notoriously terrible. Terrible. Uh, um, yeah, no, she just hasn't made great film choices. Very talented person. I've heard good things about Made in Manhattan. Oh, maybe we should watch it. Maybe. Not now though. Can't take it. <laughs> Can't take any more J Lo. I get enough J Lo on my Insta feed. I don't want any more J-Lo. Um, she looks great, by the way. That woman is the same age as Kristen Chenoweth. I think maybe Kristen's like within a year of each other's age. And she looks like she's 20 years younger and or they made Kristen Chenoweth just look like an old hag <laughs> intentionally. Probably I mean, a little bit yeah, I don't know. of the book. Um, it just reminds me, ladies... Eat a sandwich. <laughs> Kid and Bones does not look good when you get over 40. Yeah, no, Chris and Shannon was showed up and was like, oh, damn, it's my grandmother. <laughs> Where'd my grandma come from? Grandma's principal. We, grandma is principal, and grandma knew it's what. But, like, let's talk about the amazing ridiculousness of the stalker um actions that noah took like what was your most favorite so okay so here's the thing like as far as his like stalker shit goes like okay like he definitely comes on way too hard gets all intimidating like corners her in empty rooms total creepo shit Mm -hmm. but like he doesn't boil her pet alive did she have a pet no they don't have a pet that's why right if there was a pet, it would. He doesn't. Been. He doesn't scorch her car with acid. Well, he does cut the brakes on her husband's car, right? But that's kind of like late stage psycho. Okay, so, like the build up the to that is like stage... I'm like intimidating and like kind of coming on strong in the kitchen. Yeah, the early stage like, psychopath is just he shows up places and like a high schooler would says things that are like, oh yeah, we're wet. 
in front of her husband or you know or yeah. like i love her cookies oh we kind of we we glossed over part of the the seduction is that he's really into literature and she's oh god an English teacher yeah and so my he gives her two of my favorite parts of this movie okay. is first off when they they start bonding over uh that she's going to teach the iliad and he starts quoting the Iliad, and they have like a little back and forth about it. And it's like, oh yes, you know, Homer, you know, he was a genius, right up there with Shakespeare. And I don't know, he starts listing off like classical literary geniuses. But Charles then he, Dickens. Then I don't he throws know. in like a few more contemporary authors that people. John in the audience, Gresham. Yeah, right. Like just <laughs> really, just so the audience doesn't feel insulted or like stupid. Like, yeah, like genius you know like shakespeare and and austin and dickens and king and and yeah and james oh. patterson and patterson dan, dan brown and rl stein <laughs> yeah that's the most um but then, like poorly acted part the is their day, commitment to literature the next day he shows up with a gift a gift uh... of a book and that book is the Iliad. And she looks at it and immediately says, First edition! <laughs> and... <sighs> it was, this was, for all of you who do not follow the classics, the Iliad was written 3,000 years ago. Well, it's the thing. is like, it's a story that goes back 3,000 years and it existed for 1,000 years as oral tradition. It was just told. There's no first edition. <laughs> There and then, the, or if there is a first edition, it would be significantly of a printed copy. It would be significantly older. This one looks straight out like Penguin Classics. That's the thing. Like there, there's a there were apparently enough people who immediately watched this movie and then searched online. Just like what? What does the first edition of the Iliad look like? <laughs> it was a weird show. A weird, weird choice. I think nobody, the person who wrote this, did not know what the Iliad. Yeah, I'm pretty was. sure they did not. Yeah, the, that was, if, if I could say one thing from the very beginning made this so unrealistic, it was that she lo was in love with classic literature. Not to say that J-Lo can't pull off someone who's in love with classic literature, but I don't know. And he was also in love with classic literature, and that's why they were perfect for each other. Destined. Yeah. It's kind of dropped. After that. Yeah, because it was terrible. And, yeah. like, none of them, they can't keep that shit going. I'm trying to think, like. But, um, back to the stalkering. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they could have done more. Like, other than him just being kind of like a pushy asshole, uh, to straight, I'm gonna cut the brakes on your car. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it did kind of go, it, it went from. Yeah, we're destined to be together. Come on, you what the hell? Like, didn't you feel it? To, I'm gonna murder everybody and and like follow you. I'm gonna chase you in my car every day. Yeah, I mean, like, as if they like started with like, I'm gonna follow your car, like dig through your trash or like. I would love to have seen him digging through the trash. Yeah, I mean, just like hack her computer to like get into her class. I would have loved for her to have dug through his trash and then found a um, idiot's guide to the Iliad in the trash. Oh, yeah. Or, like, you know, 
as like she learns more about his dark past like she finds that like he's been stalking her from before they moved in so like it was all a a setup right or like maybe she would find her face like pasted into classic novels (laughs) that would be amazing yeah i mean like we just obviously needed a scene where she dug through his his trash yeah but instead we got a scene where she finds a deep dark hole in his basement that's full of sex pictures of her because he records their one time doing the deed yeah that's a big thing yeah that's a big part of the film uh is that he had a secret camera like three of them i guess just all over the house the whole house wired which honestly like because his really... uncle would have noticed that <laughs> he's shit. really what is that with all these cameras or even like if he hit him it's like why are there teddy bears in every room like... <laughs> maybe he just like has this real strong fetish for his uncle and they were really for his uncle but just like Grandpa Cam, just yeah. making sure he's not falling. <laughs> yeah. He was just a really great kid. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so <laughs> then then she's bummed. So that's why she's got to sneak into his house to delete the, the, the video footage off his computer. Where he find, she finds the blueprints for her husband's car. And then also the van that his parents died in. So he's also murdered his parents um and fun fact about their accident uh which we see in what bits and pieces yeah. of flashback yeah they didn't have budget for that that was made through favors that the director had while working on the fast and the furious oh my god really fo- yeah he called on some favors from folks from back in those fast and furious days that is too funny and yeah. it was kind of an unnecessary scene but you know i guess it added some dramatic tension yeah added some weight Absolutely. Um, and yeah, so he really likes, you know, using his mechanical skill set to create uh, death. Another thing I would have liked is, is instead of like him, is if he like started out just like, if he's always like pushy asshole, right? Yeah. But then like bad stuff starts happening, but we never know, is it him or is it coincidence? Mm. And she starts to kind of lose it. Yeah. And that, like, try to build that tension a little bit. Because we know from the get-go, it's like, yeah, he fucking fucked with the brakes. Yeah. Like, we know that before yeah, yeah. she does. Like, you, you just fucking know it. You know it. Yeah. Um, a little ambiguity, I think, would have helped can like, I heighten the have tension. Suggest, can I suggest, like, now a great alternative uh, ending for this movie? So, she... She dumps her loser boyfriend and they just start shooting no, no! Her, you and her husband. No! She kills him with a Rube Goldberg machine that he's built <laughs> that takes three minutes to, to actualize. <laughs> Just, you know, he's so mechanical. Sure. He's probably built Rube Goldberg machines all around his house. So there would obviously be a sh- like a reverse shot of everyone kind of like watching the machine, like <laughs> nodding their head along. Like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like it's a machine for him to make toast for his uncle or something. <laughs> and he ends up being murdered with it. Instead, we got pretty, actually a pretty um, epic, <laughs> epic ending that makes me feel uncomfortable. I would have liked if, like, after, like, they have a big fight at the end, and then it, they're kind of, like, squaring off, and they're, like, gonna get in for, like, the last, like, who knows who's gonna come out on top, like, one last final, uh-huh. like, dive at each other. Uh-huh. But then, um, Kristen Chenoweth plows through the wall in a car and just runs him over. Ooh! 
that would have been good. That would have been a fun twist. That would have been a fun yeah, twist. Because then she wouldn't mean that she wasn't dead. Yeah, she died. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Murderers. She died. Um. So and so in the course of her dying, he lures her to. Uh, he lures Jennifer Lopez to Kristen Chenoweth's house for no real reason. I guess then to distract from the fact to that... To get her out of the way while he abducts her abducts husband her and son. Abducts her husband and son. Which he does in a barn, though. He doesn't, like, do it. He, like, tells them he's using the barn of the girl that the son went to the dance with. Remember? Okay. So, anyway. Also, plot point doesn't back make up sense. real quick. So, uh... He got a BJ from that girl. Okay, so that was that girl. <laughs> that was that girl. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just because like I, I I didn't I didn't know that until just now, and I thought it's like oh he just picked up some blonde to show off to Jennifer yeah, Lopez. Yeah, there's a there's like a... I didn't realize like it was like that fucked up. Yeah, I just it thought is it's like hey, up. and like she watches them have you know oral sex together for a little bit, and he watches her watch, and it's a thing. Uh, no, no, uh, Jennifer, uh, I did not realize that was supposed to be her son's girlfriend. Yes. Okay. He, uh, she works at the, this woman works at, we're just all over the place, but anyway, this woman works at the, um, hardware store and she's the prettiest girl in school and she's overly developed and she, um, he encourages Kevin to ask her out and ask her to the dance, which he does, and then she's like winking at him. Obviously, they is getting it on, so she was doing him a favor. Even more sad for Kevin. What about Kevin? Poor Kevin. I feel like that sex scene was a bit was even more explicit than the other one. Oh, way like, more! Right before they cut away from her face, like she opens up her mouth and starts moving forward, like it's oh, like Whoa! you really get the sense like. Dick's going in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty graphic. I have a, I was like, is that a porn star? Is like that, I mean, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that happens because uh, there's, there's this whole other plot point that we haven't talked about, which is the radicalization of Kevin, which is that right. oh, he, yeah. he um, tries to poison Kevin against his dad. It's, it's all of, of many efforts, multitude of efforts to drive Jennifer Lopez and Kevin away from John Favreau, I think is his name. Whatever. It's not John Favreau. It's not John. It's Favreau? not John Favreau. It's the guy who looks it's, like no, John Favreau. No, it's not. John, it's not John Favreau. It's John Corbett. Sorry, it's John Corbett. I always mess those up. <laughs> I don't know who John Corbett is, but I know he's not John Favreau. John Corbett's the guy from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Okay. Um. John anyway. Favreau's not Greek. John Corbett's not either. Okay. He marries into the Greek family. Uh, He's the white guy. Uh, John Favreau's from Swingers. Okay. He's a big fucking bear with big fucking teeth and big fucking claws. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, John Corbett is enemy number one. And so, she, he radicalizes Kevin. And Kevin, like, almost kills the dad. But really... Then, well, not on purpose. It's no, he cut the brakes in the car. Well, no, but he was going fast and like you know talking about his dad. And being like, what about? Anyway, long story short, he realizes then is like, oh, Kevin is a part of the dad, and I just gotta kill everybody. everyone's in the way. And if they're dead, he 
Jennifer Lopez won't have a choice. She'll have to be with him. What else is there? And so let's have this Otherwise, she just gets bored, right? Let's have this climax in a barn. Yeah, a barn. So, the best part about the climax (laughs) is uh, when when she gouges his eye. (laughs) Which, by the way, was another thing they did not have enough money to do. They had to go back. That was part of the reshoots they did. Oh, God. They were watching it. They they were putting it together. And the director's like, she really needs to gouge his eye. But they had already used their budget. So, he had to borrow money from their distributor, Universal. all right, here's $300,000. $300,000 to get the eye gouge. The, uh, I guess it was worth it. Yeah. I guess it was worth it. Uh, we're... Whereas I feel like it was John... But I feel like that that's always a staple for like low-budget filmmaking is like to go back and shoot... Like, oh, we missed that one little shot. Mm-hmm. We got to do this in the cheapest way possible. $300,000 is not the cheapest way possible for like yeah. one shot. I got to hope like they had to do a few extra shots around it to get it in. Uh, as opposed Didn't to like, have to we could have just had a close up of a dummy and put a finger in its eyeball Didn't... <laughs> for the, for the, for like the half a second cut. <laughs> well, didn't they like have to make an entire artificial head for him to do this? Like I oh, read yeah. somewhere that it oh, that, literally that... costs like 24,000 or something like yeah, that. Yeah. To make a head. So, you know, like Jennifer Lopez is, you know, trying to save her family in a barn and just uh... gouging eyes. <laughs> She, there are not things to kill him with in the barn, better things. So immediately what she thinks of is the fact that, you know, her part of this story is that her son is teased mercilessly because he has terrible allergies, Mm -hmm. like life-threatening allergies, and he has to have an EpiPen. And Kevin, of course, as she's, as they're taking, each taking a shot at Noah and failing, he's like, EpiPen, mom. She pulls it out. And wham! Right in the eye. Mm-hmm. Right in the eye. Yeah, but then she also didn't she like? Oh, doesn't she? Stop. Didn't she also like jam her oh, thumb into it at no. one point too? Yes. That's where we get the close up. No. Yeah. Stop! I can't. It's making me uncomfortable. I would have loved it if, if we established at the beginning instead of jogging, she was really into like, MMA cage fighting. Oh yeah, she could have been like woo. No, because like then that whole rest of the fight is just him getting his ass oh, handed that to That would him. have been amazing. Just a beautifully choreographed, just no holds barred, end with like a neck snap. Yes! <laughs> One of my favorite stories that I've read that's a true story was about a female MMA fighter who got mugged. And that guy got destroyed. Yes. Destroyed. And he was a large happen. man. And yeah. I was like, yes, go women. Love it. Yeah, I mean, that would have been better. That's basically the plot of another Jennifer Lopez film. Which one? Enough. Oh, I don't know. I that's the one that. where she, she was She's abused by her husband. And so now they're separated. He keeps coming back oh. and like being threatening and doing shitty stuff. So she says, enough. And learns how to beat the shit out of him. And then oh. that is the end of the film, is her beating the shit out of shit, him. Shit, man! Sounds like something I want to watch. I mean, better than this. Better than this. Nobody can fight this dude. Noah's uh, hard to kill. As again, like, I, I know, like, we're supposed to be going for, like, taut and, and tension at this point, And, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's he's a, a, a tough force to... to overcome but 
also would have been a lot of fun if they just kind of cut straight into like a hardcore just brutal action sequence what kind of action sequence like uh something out of the movie the raid if you've never seen the raid it's some of the most brutal uh wonderfully choreographed martial arts fighting on film Mm. yeah okay well i actually it would have been actually awesome if it was like it turns out also that here's another alternative ending that Kevin, who has all of these allergies, who's teased mercilessly has, at school, has, through his radicalization toward his father, become an incredibly scrappy motherfucking fighter. And that Kevin gets out of his arm, his... Uh, Wait, are you his... suggesting that Kevin joined ISIS? Yes. <laughs> Kevin pulls out... He pulls out his, his his gun, shoots him, and then said, "What, mom? What? I'm a card carrying member of the NRA, or I don't know, <laughs> or maybe he just like maybe he, said, he... I, NRA. Let's go. He's IRA. <laughs> he went radical in Ireland. Yep. Um, We're bringing the troubles back. That's why he's Kevin. I mean, uh, name fits. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like, that would have been awesome. But instead, what happens is... Or, or Kevin disappears through most of the movie, and it turns out that, like, he's been in the Ukraine <laughs> as a mercenary, and he just showed up at the end to wreck some shit. Yeah, I would love that. And maybe, like, he has an asthmatic infection, or he has, like, an asthma attack in the middle of it, and he just takes, like, three EpiPens and stabs himself in the legs. And oh, then, that would be... That a, is, like, his superpower. That would be a great moment in, like, a fight scene where, like, he's having an asthma attack, so he's got to get, like, the other guy into, like, a, either, like, a, a neck hold or, yeah. or, like, a leg lock so he can get his other hand free to, to hit get a hit of his inhaler. Yeah! That would have been great. And then snap. Snap. Yeah. Uh, but that didn't happen, so... <laughs> instead... Jennifer Lopez, they've all sort of, like, tried to hit him, and she stabs him in the eye, and then she, like... And this is really where he's, like, Nicolas Caging. Yeah, conveniently uh, trips some mechanical thing and drops something really heavy from Oh, yeah, he gets he gets killed by an engine. Just yeah. right on his head. He yeah. gets smashed. Smashed. That was pretty good. And, and Finn, that's it. That's it. That's how it ends. He gets smashed. That could have been... So, like, the, the hit was pretty good. That, and, and so that was funny, because, like, that final scene, the fight scene with the eye gouges and the engine, like, that made me think that, like, oh, that's got to be, like, Blumhouse, like, putting their producer editorial kind of edge, like, oh, we're a horror studio, oh, we yeah. got to get, but apparently not. Oh, really? All. Yeah, nothing, like, they just let them do their thing. Um, which is kind of surprising to me. Like, they just did that on their own. <laughs> was, I guess, very interesting choreography. And it was very horror-like. Like, it got... it. Uh, I mean, maybe not as horror-like as, like, the Glenn Close in the bathtub be- rising again. Because right. he didn't really rise again. He got squished by a... By a large, by a five hundred pound engine. By a solid V eight, American made. <laughs> like a rock, <laughs> like a rock. Mm-hmm. That would have been the best way that that could have ended. Mm-hmm. Sponsored by Ford. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he got squished by an engine, so he couldn't like come back alive like the traditional horror ending. But oh yeah, that would have been better actually if it, you know 
here's another alternative horror ending. He gets squished by the V8. They all come together. They hug. She's back in her classroom. And all of a sudden, her printer starts printing out their sex photos again. Oh. Whoa. I would think it'd be more along the lines of, like, he gets squished by an engine. And then, like, she goes to, like, just to look at his face just to make sure he's dead. But, like, he's still, like, just alive. And, like, Mao's, like, something gross and threatening, like, you're mine, or, I love you. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that could have happened, too, for sure. But anyway. But the engine did hit him on the head. Like, he really <laughs> got squished. He got squished. Yeah. He squished that cat. <laughs> squished that cat. Uh, he done got squished, and that's the end of the film. And it was terrible. And that yeah, is, is that that is the that's not the last scene, yeah. is it? Yeah, there's that's not an epilogue. No, there's Holy no shit. <laughs> that's why I said the epilogue would have been fun if, the, or the epilogue is just like you know them all living together again. Um, it what that's how it ended. Yeah. So what poor? All I can think about is the poor great uncle. Like what? Who was he gonna do now? guess apologize to his neighbors i guess i i mean he's gonna have to get a home health home health aid or something yeah probably sell his house move into sad it's a nice house yeah uh twisted living mm. <laughs> that's the epilogue this is the great uncle they just wheel him into the twisted living <laughs> center this is where you live now yeah or you know he could have been the real psychotic oh, one it's a pudding Maybe he was the one controlling his nephew. I was in Korea. <laughs> anyway, there could have been many more interesting ways that this movie could have been done. It was bad. I mean, granted, I feel like most of our suggestions would not have made it a better film. No, no. Um, it was bad. Uh, all I have to say about it is I'm glad I don't have to watch it again. I mean, I don't think it's terrible i think it's it's definitely had a not great script and some of its actors were limited in their abilities um and i mean i don't regret watching it i know i'm not going to go out of my way to see it again um i can't i wouldn't tell anyone to go out of their way to see it but like you know if you got an itch to scratch, that's the thing too. Is scratch it was, that itch. Yeah, it was fully not made. Not your eyeball though. Don't it was, scratch that. It was fully made with the idea of revitalizing the erotic thriller. Ugh! It that's didn't the thing work. too. Yeah, it's... But again, it was, by Hollywood standards, a success. Granted, Ugh. not... Not a good story... Well, Not now script, the erotic thriller. A successful film. It, I mean, if we want a modern day erotic thriller. There's an audience for it. People are going to go. Well, the Lifetime Channel and that uh, show was Us. Uh, her. This is Us? No, that show we watched with the guy who murdered you. You. Oh, like that's one true. word. Yeah. Yeah, it's one word. Uh,. But again, television. These are shows. I know. I know it's not a movie. Film. We could use another good erotic thriller. Hasn't we haven't seen one in a while? Well, as long as there's people like us calling what efforts out there garbage and bullshit starring Jennifer Lopez. Uh, let's maybe we just get somebody like you know, like who can write a good script. 
<laughs> That's what I asked for. But anyway, it's been fun to watch these. Um, some of them were sexy. Some of them were not. And parts of them parts were of sexy. Them were and sexy. other parts of them were, were not. not. <laughs> I'm very astute. <laughs> and... That whole bathroom sequence and basic instinct just... I wish he just takes a big shit. Yeah, he had a bad egg salad sandwich. <laughs> it's 20 minutes of the film. One shot. Tour de force. I always laugh at a poop joke. Always. Uh, but yeah, these are fun. And so now we got to pick a new theme. So we will pick one. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. I kind of just want to watch Romy Michelle's High School Reunion. That's not a romantic movie. Isn't it, though? No. Maybe. I don't know. They have, I, yeah, because they, they, like... Find boyfriends? Yeah. Um. There's that whole dance sequence. I don't know. Ta -da, ta -da, ta -da. I really want to watch the Keanu Reeves Winona Ryder movie. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Love them. We could do a Keanu series. Celebrate John Wick 3. Okay, let's do a Keanu. Keanu! All right, fine. Keanu it is. Keanu wins. <laughs> 